0: What's up, Headbangers? This is Max Cavallera. Cavalera Conspiracy, Soulfly, Killer BQ, go ahead and die. Sepultura, stay brutal. Phantasm. <laughs> Maximum Terror. That's your target audience, baby! Phantasm. you know something?
1: I sort of enjoyed it.
0: Phantasm. Sell the metal. The
1: metal. Sell the meadow, sell the meadow, sell the meadow. Oh, 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 And I've got to give a big intro for this guest. So when I was a kid, I was watching Headbangers Ball one night and I saw a video from a band called Sepultura and the video was for Inner Self. The next day, I skipped out on church with my parents, went and bought the cassette at a record bar, and I've been a fan ever since. My next guest has been an he, he, not only is he a founder of Sepulture, He's another amazing band Soulfly, Nail Bomb, The list goes on and on and on He is a fucking amazing musician He's one of my heroes And uh, I'm so excited to have Max Cavalera join me today to chat Max, how are you doing?
0: Great, man I'm sorry for ruining your life early on
1: <laughs> <laughs> No, thank you for doing that early on I really appreciate it
0: I love hearing uh, stories like that, man It's so cool Um, You know, because metal is a lifelong thing, right? It's not something that, oh, yeah, I liked metal last summer, and I don't like it anymore. Like, no, that does not exist. It's a lifelong commitment. And when I hear stories like yours, like inner self was the gateway, you know, it was your gateway drug into metal. That's great.
1: Yeah, especially to you guys. Like, I was listening to other stuff, but, man, what I loved about Sepultura was especially beneath the remains in a rise. I mean, I love Chaos AD too, but those records specifically, it was like thrash, but it was also like death metal. It was like uh, you. I think you guys were doing something really special. I always, I always have, and I'm so excited uh, that you're going to be. You've been out touring it, but you're going to be doing a whole bunch of more dates uh, with your brother, and that's so fucking cool. You guys are going to be playing. It looks like tracks off Beneath the Remains and a Rise.
0: Yeah, so that's, um, those are like amazing records that we, once we, once we did the first run of, uh, tour of those, I knew we're gonna need to do more. It was the, people just pretty much lost their minds on every show. I felt, uh, Pretty much on an every-night basis, I felt like an MMA fighter after the show. It's <laughs> like, I'm totally, uh, like, I'm done, right? I'm, I'm exhausted, man. But it's a great feeling, you know? It's like, uh, because of those records are so full of energy and anger and passion. Uh, there's so much going on on those records that a celebration, the way we do it, we celebrate them, you know? It's, uh, um, it's really paying tribute to an era. You know, and I think that people know that they feel that and it connects all of us man because a lot of people like you discover us through those records and some of them never got a chance to see the original Sepultura some of them did but it's a chance to see it again and the way we I think the way we process those songs the way we play them live now it's of the best i've felt playing those songs in my whole career um you know and it's great having you know having mike playing bass and having daniel playing guitars and my brother is killing on the drums right now and it's just uh yeah i knew we were gonna have to do a second run maybe we even need to do a third run next year i don't know it's like it's too good to like not do it you know I, i i it's like i need that in my life the fans need it. Like, let's do it, man! It's a, it's a, it's a cool thing.
1: Is it now for your brother? Was when you, when you talked about doing this? Was was he on board immediately? Was he all about it too?
0: He was actually the one to suggest that we do the two records together.
1: Oh, okay. I thought,
0: first, I thought it was crazy, but then the more I think about it, the more it made sense because those, especially those two records. Uh, I think you can make the argument that we can probably play the first EP, "Bestial Devastation," and Morbid Visions uh, together as well. They, they are very similar. Yes, but "Arising Beneath the Remains" they are completely cut from the same cloth. You know, really, uh, uh, they actually they could have been released as a double record. It would have been great. Um, I think there's a little bit more. Um, you feel a little bit of growth when you listen to Arise, especially on the songwriting. I think we became a bit better songwriters uh, by the time we hit Arise. But the the energy, the anger, the power—it's um, amazing. On both, and I think Beneath the Remains is even it's more raw than than Arise. That's one of those really raw records that once you hear you can also you can even feel the desperation on my vocals like I, I, I sound like a desperate man you know? dude because I was you know I changed was my life it was like it was like make it or break it kind of record uh, but yeah it's um, it was his idea and I know he was on board from the beginning yeah he loves it he loved that stuff too and I was ready to do it because I'm, I'm in a stage of my life where I don't want to waste time on anything that doesn't make me feel complete, you know? Sure. And this is one of those things, man. Uh, It's one of those things that I, not only I'm allowed to be part of that, I should be part, I should celebrate those records. I was involved in those records. Yes. And, I I know, I don't feel anything uh, strange about doing what we do. It's, It's great. It's an amazing, uh, an amazing opportunity for all of us and it doesn't really um, mess with anything in fact the opposite it gives other projects motivation I think the new Soulfly record is totally influenced by those tours that's why the new Soulfly record is so really angry and heavy and oh, yeah. I returned to my metal roots and it's probably a direct result from touring those records that eventually that into me making a record like Totem
1: yeah and Totem is such a, a, a really cool record um, you know I I felt like as a fan when you put the Enslaved album out man that, that's a nasty record that's a nasty Soulfly record man you sound really pissed on that album Um yeah, I've been, i been, i uh, I love like it. The, I love it. I was like, because so so there's there's outside. sparkles in there, you know. Like I would be like, oh, this 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 has a little sepultura stuff going on, like old school. Um, but yeah. I wanted to ask you, did you to go back to uh, Arise, and uh, did 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 you like working with Scott Burns?
0: Yeah, man. It's, uh, me and Scott, we built this really unique relationship. I got to spend more time with Scott than uh, any of the other guys in the band did because I ended up not finishing the vocals on Beneath the Remains. And I ended up had to fly to Tampa. And I spent uh, about two weeks in Scott's house in Tampa. And uh, I finished the vocals there. And we created this really cool bond. Uh, Scott was great because Scott was a punk rocker, man, at heart. Uh, his his favorite stuff is Black Flag and Dead Kennedys and he would really a lot of times talk to me about that about how for him Sepultura always had a a punk edge attitude to our shit and he loved that about us he said that's like that's so cool that you guys have that you guys are a metal band Uh, you mix death metal and thrash metal but you have that attitude you have that punk attitude oh yeah absolutely I love it that sometimes some, some metal bands don't have it um and uh yeah so i create a great uh, great bond i love re- i love recording I-, I really enjoy recording with producers honestly like i get along with them i think they get the most out of me um this new record told him i got to work with arthur risk and he's an amazing new, new producer nice um one ex- coolest things he's done is the power trip record uh nightmare logic okay it's one of my favorite records of the last uh, 20 years nice and uh and it was great you know i love i love all the all the producers i create a, a bond with them we go to war on on studio and we try to get the best stuff we can get out of uh, out of our situations and the producer help; they really help on that get stuff out of you that normally doesn't come out
1: do you um as is there is there a producer that you want to work with that you haven't yet
0: well yeah i mean there's a lot of pe- there's no one in mind right now i could tell you but there's 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 some guys actually that i even worked before that i would like to do I imagine doing a Soulfly record with them, uh, like Andy Wallace, that did Oh, CD. yeah. Um, he was pure magic on that record. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of great producers. There's not a shortage of them. I just kind of do one at a time. I really wanted to work with Arthur on Totem. It was like one of my own... To me, he's a he's an icon of the underground movement. He knows all the underground metal and nice. he is he's a magician. Um, truly, he's a wizard in the studio more than anything else. The the stuff he does is it blows my mind. It's crazy, uh, and it was a lot of fun uh, creating Totem with him because he helped me actually. He played guitar on a rack, but he plays a lot of song. oh nice. So we spent a lot of time sitting down in the studio and going over. Uh, you know, song structures and bridges and solos and he he helped me create Totem for sure, it was a, was a great opportunity to do something with a with a great guy I think the the, the, the result is Totem which is uh, a record that a lot of people I think wanted me to make this record I think a lot of fans were feeling like itching like, oh come Mexico just come back to that form to that You know, that Beneath the Remains, schizophrenia era, Max Cavalera, is what we want to hear. It's kind of like how you sometimes you realize uh, you can even make like a sports uh, analogy about it, like a player that had a a great season in, in, you know, 2015, and then some of the other season wasn't as good, and you're hoping that player will go back to that 2015 season in yeah. 2020. You know? Yeah, exactly. And sometimes it does. Sometimes it, they do that. And it's amazing. It's like a great feeling. Um, so I, I kind of just realized I'm really good at this. And why should I try to do something else fancy and be something I'm not, Not it's not me. Just do what you're really good at, it, man. I'm really good at these short songs and has that spirit of the era, especially uh, especially on Totem, and uh, I went for it, man. And it's like fully, totally, fully totally inspired by it. not only Sepultura stuff, but the stuff around that era. Uh, a lot of entombed and and uh, dismember and carcass and Morbid Angel. Nice. Uh, you know, like a lot of uh, a lot of those classic bands come to mind when I'm making when I was making Totem. And uh, it's great. It's, I love that. It was like realization of what you do best. Sometimes is what you want is what the fans want it, and everybody wins in the end.
1: Absolutely, we all won with Totem. It's 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 killer, man. It's so good. Um, and are you working on anything else right now? A Cavalera conspiracy or Killer or Be Killed or.
0: So yeah, I'm to working with my son again. Uh, we we gonna create a new. Go ahead and I. We want to make the. We want to make a second record that uh, yeah, pretty much uh, makes the first one just feels like pop music. Oh, Okay. Uh, <laughs> and that's like that's where we at, at the moment. Like we listen to the first one, we're like, oh okay, we okay, we done that. So all right, let's get really. good grunt on this one let's go you know let's sharpen the tools sharpen the spears and go for the go for the kill shot awesome um and that's gonna be fun man uh it's like pure caveman, extreme metal at giving zero fucks about what anybody thinks right know? exactly it's, like, it's one of the most liberating forms of metal that you can play sometimes is that. Like we don't want the label and explanation. We don't need to write anything for anyone, for the radio, for just ourselves. And we're just gonna go for the juggler on this one. You know, so it's, it's been a lot of fun. You know, I'm working with my son a lot.
1: That's awesome.
0: Really creating a, a really great great bond that I started with on first on the first one with him. He's my two go guy for anything heavy and and uh extreme he knows everything and uh it's it's really so cool to make this create this go ahead and die projects with him it's like it takes me back to being a kid again when i'm around him playing music i feel like i'm I'm 14 years old playing with my best friend
1: that's awesome (laughs) that's great and um as far as the uh stuff with your brother, it looks like you guys are going on a big run starting on the 28th all the way to the 29th of October, starting on September 28th all the way to the 29th of October.
0: I know we should have put two more days in and do a Halloween show. Yeah. I don't know that. Nobody thought of that. I mean, like, I'm gonna, I'm going I'm going to be mad at somebody.
1: That's why <laughs> As far as I wanted to ask you, I saw you guys this will date me how long I've been a fan, but I remember seeing you guys on a rise open for Ozzy. Yeah, and Allison Chains was on the bill too, and I remember going and just being blown away. Not that Allison Chains and Ozzy weren't great, but you guys really destroyed it, and it was so cool seeing you guys like in a big arena. And I remember just thinking, God, because every track on a rise is so good. Um, but I loved you had like the backdrop and all the stuff from the album artwork and even it looked like like stuff on the I was kind of far away but stuff on the stage where it was like like props of like stuff from the record and I just remember thinking it was the coolest thing in the world I'd ever seen
0: yeah those tours are funny because uh, I never really entirely enjoy uh, playing those shows that much because it was it was tough right because a lot of especially the front row fans were all biker guys that just want to see Ozzy. Sure. And they're like flipping me the bird and, and throwing beers at me, you know? Um, and that's making me more mad. I'm getting more pissed off because of that. Uh, so that's why we play even faster on those, uh, on those shows. Uh, but that's like, there's a, a real funny story about, about that era. That's actually Zach Wilde told me, that was actually him and Ozzy on the side of the stage watching Sepultura, and he tells, he looks at Zach and he goes, they, they, they tell Zach, they, 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 they say that they, they are influenced by me and Black Sabbath, but I don't hear in the music, you know? <laughs> and Zach goes, yeah, yeah, they, they worship you, man, you know? They, they, they love Black Sabbath. And then Ozzy turns around and looks at Zach and goes, I'm not responsible for any of this, am I? <laughs> And I always loved that. I was like, you're directly responsible for this, Ozzy. It's all your fault, <laughs> man.
1: <laughs> I, I, I just love it. It
0: was, uh, it, was just, it was just really cool. It was a, it was a big exposure for us, was like bigger places. But I think if you wanted to really um, experience uh, the raw power, uh, that was back in the uh, small underground shows.
1: Oh, I yeah, remember! Nice. I remember seeing you with Ministry and Helmet.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a little smaller and and uh, yeah, those that that was a great tour. That was D tour. God, I, I yeah, mean, man, man you I
1: got mean, you guys were always so good.
0: A big part of our our career, you know.
1: You guys were always so good. I mean, I remember seeing you with Pantera. I remember seeing you with. Uh, I'm wanting to say, I'm, I think the Pantera show. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong with this. It was either topo negative or biohazard. I don't remember. Yeah,
0: yeah. There's actually a funny. Uh, uh, there's a funny quote from my son actually, uh, Zion, uh, on the new decibel that came out. They uh, they put you know me on the cover with about totem and all that. Nice. But but they asked Zion about how it was growing up, you know, with uh, with a father like like me, you know, and. Uh, <laughs> And I asked something really funny, it was cool, It was like, yeah, my dad was always talking to, like, cool people, like, Aussie, and one time even he was talking to this crazy looking motherfucker, I didn't know who he was, it turns out it was Dimebag, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he had a pink beard. And uh, and the design goes, he looked like a badass. There was a badass talking to my dad, you know. <laughs> uh, the badass was Dimebag, you know, by the way. That's so awesome. Um, yeah, man. We made great friends through the years. And we're still doing, man. That's what's cool. Like, you know, i I one of those guys that I look more the... the as a, 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 a life at what's coming more than what's happened already. Sure. That stuff is great and it happened, and I feel uh, amazing about it. But to me, is what's in front of you that's that's uh, that's exciting. You know, the new adventures you're gonna make, the the new uh, badasses you're gonna meet on the road, um, and that's like what keeps me moving and excited for for all the future projects.
1: Well totem is a is a killer record and i love that you're out touring with your brother i think it's fucking amazing playing beneath the remains in a Roz. and yeah man maybe maybe do a, a halloween show if, if not maybe do a third leg that would be amazing
0: yeah yeah i think we got all those uh hopefully gonna get those but i know that we're gonna do uh, a bit of touring for totem next year um there's gonna be a u.s tour um a European tour, some festivals. Uh, I know that we go to Australia in December. Nice. Um, play a, we're going to play a festival with the Deftones. Um, that awesome. should be a lot of fun. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, just keep, keep busy. I'm, I'm finishing this record here in, uh, in Arizona here with the go ahead and die and, uh, look forward for that for next year as well. Um, never stops, man. You know, it's just, it's great. That's what, that's the, the cool thing. Like, no matter, uh, no matter how old I get, I get more drawn into metal. I get more into, I'm growing up, complete opposite of a normal person. Instead of mellowing out, I don't mellow out. I get, I get brutal as I, as I get older. I get Fuck more yeah, brutal, <laughs> which is great. I love that.
1: I do too, man. I love, I love it, man. I love everything. I've been a fan for so long, man. It's it's, it's an honor to have you on today. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this while you're recording and stuff. Uh, guys, listening, go see Max and his brother. They're touring. Uh, I guess you've got some Soulfly stuff, I guess, what, next year?
0: Yeah. So we're going to have a early tour. I think it starts February, I, I believe. Awesome. We're going to post all those dates up in our all the socials awesome but, uh, yeah people that, that see the days of the Cavalera come on man you want to be part of something you want to jump on a time machine and go get back to 1989 for a night um, it's ready for you you know
1: awesome.
0: uh, fasten your seatbelts and, and prepare for, for, for liftoff <laughs> it's going to be awesome
1: <laughs> Max thank you so much for taking the time to do this today dude I'm a huge fan and it means a lot thank you so much for this No
0: problem, man. I hope I'll see you on tour, brother. And you know something? I sort of enjoyed it.